0: The Halo universe is filled with wonder, mystery, and fascinating discoveries around every corner. With so much to explore, four friends decided it was about time that they boot up their consoles and discuss this universe that has grabbed their attention since childhood. Jumperscape audio kindly welcomes you to join them in the library.
1: Wow, welcome to uh, the library, another episode of The Library, a Halo lore podcast that is dedicated to going into Halo lore, but in a really fun and unique and friendly and happy way. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, but I'm also joined by my other hosts, Bryant, James, and Shane. How are y'all doing today? Yeah. Uh, oh, just fine yeah. and dandy. And by today, I mean tonight. It's no longer day. This is my day. You know that. That is true. You're Don't opposite, backwards, night. even. I, I mean, What time, not, what time I are these episodes straight. getting released? These episodes get released uh, like I'm gonna. I'm if I'm fair, I'm fairly certain that they're gonna get released around like noon on Wednesdays. Ah, huh, well, for them it might be day, well, might be no, night. Actually, no, we would be Fridays. When I don't know. What are you talking about? This is a live cast. Is okay. Your, is you, <laughs> like, thank you is for a... listening. We are live from Seattle, Washington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: from Seattle.
1: <laughs> random choice. No, not random at all. That's where Halo is being made. We are good, good. the Space Point. Needle. This spa- is where Dude. Halo is being quote-unquote made. I've seen it, and I'm not gonna lie, Space Needle looks awfully small when you actually see it in person. The pictures make it look a lot bigger.
2: I've seen it, and not
1: gonna lie, Space Needle looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> for are you to judge? <laughs> so, today, I'm excited, and I, I think everyone else here should be as well, including you, dear listener, uh, because everyone knows about this topic. Praise God. It is the UNSC, uh, the United (laughs) Nations Space Command uh, or, you know, the accessory to the United Earth Government, the UEG, whatever you want to call it. It, It's all here. It's all humans from here on out. And by here on out, I mean for the rest of this episode, we're probably going to jump back into other stuff next time. So uh, to get started with UNSC stuff. Uh, I want. I want. I want to challenge you guys. Summarize the UNSC in one comical sentence. Humanity. <sighs> <One> com-
2: <laughs> that was a word.
0: <laughs> you can have a one-word sentence.
2: Um.
1: You got this. I believe in you. Humanity in the future. In. <laughs> but now there's aliens. <laughs> but now there's a- <laughs> T-shirt. Yes, and, and and that leaves you, James. It's all up to you. Um, quiet fascism. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this took a turn.
1: I like the turn. I this mean,
0: made. if you look deep, you look UEG
3: is pretty
1: sketchy.
3: The UEG is pretty. Uh, sketchy. pretty sketchy.
1: Yeah. So, of it anyway. uh, the UNSC—they are the most well-known for being in every Halo game. <laughs> uh, no they, way, never noticed. I'm being for real, keeping it a buck fifty with you. It, it <laughs> I is, thought those guys were. I thought they were just there to give you ammo. Uh, sometimes, and you should treat them rightfully as that.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was. It was a lot more than sometimes for me.
1: <laughs> the amount of Marines that have lost their lives because I needed ammo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Ammo? See, uh, my my preferred way to do things now, even though I've killed quite a few Marines, and I probably will continue to do so, my favorite thing to do now is to find a Marine that I know has a good enough weapon, find a power weapon, burn through that power weapon's ammo, then trade that power weapon to the Marine, since he has a limitless pocket set. <laughs> and he can just yeah, keep on I've done, it. especially on Infinite, you take that, that sentinel beam Oh gosh.
0: And then you just drive around on the Razorback with like Six Marines and you're um, you're literally
1: Unstoppable people have found out how to sneak that that thing into the uh, SRM boss fight Uh, (laughs) Did it last like two seconds? It's brutal (laughs) So so uh, the UNSC it was formed a long time ago uh, because this was back, of course, when the United Nations became, like, actually, like, United Earth. So, you know, the Earth became a, a single entity. Um, there's this whole backstory about how the UNSC came to be involving things, like, as humans usually do, uh, civil war among the various peoples, including uh, an interplanetary war that happened uh, mostly on Mars. So there was, there was some good stuff happening there. Um, the war didn't really last overly long, but because of that war, that was the thing that united pretty much all of humanity's military forces by the end of the 22nd century. So thus became the UNSC. There's really not much else that's known about the UNSC or its development over time like that. There's some smaller pieces that we know about, like the ODSTs were a thing that was developed in the 2400s. And it was very rudimentary at the time and then slowly progressed into being something that's just utterly terrifying. Um, As for UNSC that we know of, pretty much everything about UNSC's history pretty much starts at the the Human Covenant War. But we do know a couple things that are rather entertaining thanks to uh, at least a few small comics and books that have answered a couple questions for us. Um, such as there were all sorts of different political conflicts and all these other interplanetary conflicts that would happen over the course of time. But ultimately, conflict was not something that the UNSC was interested in supporting, so eventually the Spartan program was started up so that they could make war stop happening forcefully. Uh, And of course, that didn't work out, but only because there was a larger threat that was uh, looming overhead quite literally most planets. Um, So... The UNSC. uh, They are comprised of a few small departments, like smaller departments. We've got the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Army, the Air Force, and the Office of Naval Intelligence, as well as the Spartan program. So here's the thing. I want want to pop quiz you guys because this one is like... I didn't know about this until probably like three years ago. Which Halo game do you see mostly Army soldiers and not Marines? I actually only just...
2: Learned that there are like army soldiers and then marine soldiers in the game, so uh, uh, I'm gonna guess Halo 3 and be completely wrong. Okay, okay, I'm
3: gonna guess what makes the most sense to me. Uh, it's between two, it'd be either Reach or ODST.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna go with Reach.
2: I'm okay. gonna go with Reach. Okay, Reach
1: would also make Shane sense. and James are cracked, and Brian is an idiot. All right. Well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> at least yeah. I I'm only have break right, because I, I gave two
1: answers. <laughs> that is but, true. Like, my reasoning
3: was: what are things that you don't really spend that much time on a spaceship? <laughs> yeah,
1: and you mm. know, those are the games I think about. And and it is true. There's a mixture. Like you see both. You see Marines and Army soldiers in Halo Reach. The only way that you can tell the difference, aside from what they're wearing, which is very small differences, the Army guys have these. Sort of uh, designs on their, I think, left shoulder plate that has the UNSC Army logo on it, and I mean the Army logo is pretty heat. I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty sick. Kind of looks like uh, something that you would see Buzz Lightyear wearing. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> um, nice. The Army is, it's as you would expect. It's just the standard uh, Army of the UNSC. They only primarily show up in reach. I would assume just because, yeah, there was a massive military presence there, and Marines aren't the the big, you know, part of any military. So, uh, okay. as
0: hmm? I, I, I do have a question. This is kind of I don't want to I don't want to even say backtracking. Basically, like it's kind of just going backwards. Like, I'd, like this has been on my mind for a while. Like, when did everything on Earth? Or when did everyone on Earth kind of just was like, Okay, we need to put our conflicts aside and then just like all merge into one unit to start conquering and exploring the universe?
1: That was like the late twenty-one hundreds. So late twenty
0: one hundreds. Yeah, after okay.
1: after a lot of colonization of various planets, uh the UN had this like they, they had all sorts of like ethical stuff they had to solve, because it's like, okay, while there are humans that are not on the Earth, how are we supposed to keep control of the the ethical situations that humans might run into across space? So the UN had enacted something called the Genetic Rights Act uh, to ensure that basic human rights would be within humanity's expanding domain, as quoting Halopedia. Um, they uh, pretty much would spend most of their time following conflicts and political struggles to figure out how do you make humanity work when it's spread out across a massive space so when when it came to to earth earth unified rather early uh they which that makes sense i mean with all the insurrectionists
0: like out like out like out past all that like the original civilizations like that I figured like Earth was one of the first ones, if not the very first.
1: Yeah. I will say though, it's rather interesting how the timeline kind of matches up between the real one and the Halo one. Because uh. according to Halo lore, uh there was something called the International Society of Civil Engineers that was formed in twenty twenty one and it was when oh. colonization uh began, like efforts started being put into uh moving humans to other planets and Currently we are conducting operations to either put people on Mars or the moon So (laughs) I think both I think they want to have start I think they want people to like
0: at least have a handful of people like living on the the moon and then they want to start sending people to Mars at some point when it starts getting terraformed and such or to assist with the terraforming.
1: Yeah at the moment uh, both matching real timeline and halo timeline, the the moon was the first thing to get colonized. uh, And it was pretty much Oh, that's something I didn't know.
0: I I didn't know, like, the moon was, like, colonized. Like, there's people, like, this civilization on the moon, like, complete civilization, not just, like, a few people.
1: so, like, if we're talking, like, planets, of course we can't count the moon. But if we're talking planets, Mars was the first one we colonized. Right.
0: Well, I mean, just, like, anything other than Earth is more or less what I mean. Yeah. Like, planet, moon, star, whatever the hell you want to call it.
1: Yeah. Uh, there is some other entities within the UNSC, though, and it's kind of interesting because one of the major movements that ends up being kind of a problem is the uh, the Unified German Republic. <laughs> I'm just about to teach you this lesson, old man. I'm just <laughs> saying in the 2160s, they tried to uh, restart communism in space. <laughs> it checks out. No, uh, oh no. Jerry's cool. Queen. <laughs> Sounds kind of base. <laughs> there was a fascist movement, basically. And so uh, UNSC didn't really vibe with that. So uh
2: <laughs> really
1: yeah. So basically United Nations had their national militaries uh, eventually just kind of blend because they realized that there was a pretty large problem going on with very extreme beliefs on both the left and the right. And so there would be conflict, but then following this really crazy battle that happened uh, on something called the Jovian Moons. In 2160, uh, where the Germans brought back blitzkrieging, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> uh, the UN had delivered yeah. a. Uh, according to Halopedia, oh. the UN had delivered the first space-deployed contingent of newly established Marines in 2163 on a mission to crush communist infantry encampments in the basin of Agri... What is it? Argir Planitia. Planitia. I'm going to assume that's how I pronounce that. I am probably got that horribly wrong. Marking a turning point in space warfare through dedicated deployments of marine forces in ground assaults and shipboarding operations that would follow during the war. So, UN absolutely slaughtered and won that war with no problem due to that whole advancement in how we handle war. And following that conflict, that was when the United Nations had decided that it was time to blend all of their militaries together and form the United Nations Space Command. So... Following that, there would be a victory against uh, other colonial authorities. There would be all sorts of growth happening within the colonial era, which was after all of the conflicts had happened. They decided that it was time to start trying to focus on colonies rather than military success. So things like the Shah or Fujikawa uh, Translight Engine was developed in 2291. That's the first fast, uh, slip, sp- uh, slip space engine that was developed for... You know UNSC ships, and uh, all sorts of other sort of uh, branching out into the galaxy was happening at the time, including the uh, the development of Reach into a primary naval yard around twenty four ninety two, which is also around when the ODSTs were developed. So pretty much when we had finally run into problems with the insurrection, uh, the insurrection really came in at a horrible time because we had already developed our military to be so Repeat. wild. Our military, was like, <laughs> they, they they literally peaked. Yeah, and, and they did, it, like, in, did a good job of trying to pull some guerrilla tactics, but the problem is, is that UNSC don't usually care about guerrilla tactics and will just meet you with the same force, thus what happened with Operation Trebuchet, <laughs> but... Uh, just to clarify, sure what that is. Operation Tre- Trebuchet took place mere, I don't even know if it was, I think the end of it was probably just a few years before the end, like the start of the Human Covenant War. It didn't actually end, it just got put on hold. That is true. Um, but it hasn't been continued to this day, so I usually just say it's ended. Uh, yeah. Trebuchet was pretty much a active operation for focusing on wiping out as many insurrectionist groups, no matter their allegiance, across the galaxy with as much violence <laughs> and uh, I guess showboating in a way as possible. So display of power, I guess it was. So, it was not send good. a message. There was there were millions of deaths across the galaxy within a couple of years. They had slaughtered so many people, the UNSC. Um, a really good example and a good story that is related to the to the Operation Trebuchet stuff was definitely at the beginning of uh, Contact Harvest, that novel. Because you get to see Johnson take part in one of the operations and subsequently fail because he, he missed or was it that he missed or he couldn't pull the trigger? He couldn't pull the trigger because uh, there was someone in the way.
2: Ah, yeah, that's he what did was. He didn't want to kill the kid.
1: Yeah, I think it, it, was, it was the kid. Yeah, it, which, yeah. like, in the grand scheme of things, if you shoot through the kid and hit the hit the person with the detonator, everyone lives and the kid this kid will die. But if you don't shoot the kid, everyone dies, including the kid. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was rough. Yeah, Johnson had to reflect on that for a little while,
2: but. Johnston is basically like one of the best characters in all of Halo. Yeah.
1: Uh good thing he's dead. Anyway. Um <laughs> Dude,
2: spoilers. <laughs> good thing he's dead. So Spoilers.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, You're right. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Thirteen what is it? It's uh no not thirteen. It would be oh man, it's more than oh my gosh, is it I was gonna say part off? i <laughs> I'm, think, I'm thinking 15. right now. Quick six, reality six, check six, on how old you are. Sixteen. I 12. think it's sixteen
3: years. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh god. Sixteen. No...
1: Hold on. No. 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 I gotta. Oh put gosh. I. No. I can't. I can't put myself through the calculations right now, just because I don't want to actually see the number. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'll do it for you. No gosh, please don't. Um, it can't be sixteen. I'm i I'm gonna hope it's less than sixteen years. But it, it's 16 years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Old. it. I'm sorry oh, you had it. to find out this way. So, oh, man, that's gonna mess with me for a little bit. So after the insurrectionists became a problem in the United Nations Space Command decided to not make them a problem. Um, we ran into a little bit of a snag, which was this, tiny one. this quirky little thing Of after 500 years of colonizing space, we ran into the one thing that we didn't want to run into, which was extraterrestrial life that was actually aliens, uh, you know, (laughs) sentient and also had uh, spacecraft. So when hostile and and potentially hostile because we saw weapons and we're like, oh gosh, (laughs) I don't don't
0: don't think there's any potentially about it. (laughs)
1: uh there there was a potential there was a potential that they weren't going to be hostile. that's why fighting didn't break out immediately, but it was definitely a uh oh no, this is definitely going to start a war, isn't it? um so things kind of went out of hand. um first and foremost, the Spartans were almost immediately deployed as soon as they were ready to go. Spartans will be we'll be going into Spartans later on in in this in this series but uh, to summarize them real quick, Spartans were a specialized unit that was designed to take on insurrectionist threats without threat to human life, aside from their, from the insurrectionists. Because Spartans were designed to basically be unkillable, which they likely would have been had they been only fighting humans. But unfortunately, True. the Covenant uh, were very much capable of killing Spartans. So technology was a Spartan. Hmm?
2: And the Spartans were deployed against insurrectionists before the Covenant show up. Showed up. They did actually fight against. Yes, technically, we're talking about
1: that general. Yeah, uh, th- that first operation where they didn't even have armor yet. Um, that was an unofficial deployment. So I, I don't. Uh, that's more like talking about it when we get into the Spartans, because when we're talking like official deployments, they were never officially thrown at human people, because that would uh, that would not be good for the Office of Naval Intelligence bottom line. <laughs> I don't think they officially existed at that point. <laughs> well, some military knew. there were the, a conspiracy. I think at least, of course, uh, as, at least certain military forces were allowed. I mean, ODSTs knew about their existence, and they didn't have to really question anything because, I mean, they trained on the same station as the Spartan 2s, so that wasn't entirely unknown. But When it came to Covenant deployments, uh, their presences were usually explained as entire units would show up, like Marines and ODSTs would show (laughs) up, uh, whereas it was usually just like four Spartans and (laughs) just let them do their thing. Um, Spartans were probably the only reason why the UNSC stood any chance against the Covenant the entire time, though. Uh, aside I mean, even from then they
0: were still getting smacked around pretty much the whole war.
1: Yeah, the only other Advantage that they had was the UNSC had some absolutely genius ship captains Uh, it's some of the tricks mm, those keys. guys some of the tricks these guys pulled were ridiculous keys is a, is really notable but the kind of things that Cole, pro, uh, like Cole Proto, blah, 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 blah. I keep on trying to say Cole Protocol, but I'm trying to say Cole pulled off, <laughs> pulled off the kind of things that Cole pulled off, uh, or the kind of uh, the kind of leadership that Lord Hood displayed during the Covenant War. Uh, the these leaders, they are probably some of my favorites in any form of storytelling, just because you're listening to them and it's like, man, they have absolute confidence that this plan will work. Uh, I think the most applicable uh, example that all of us will know about, except maybe James, uh, Captain Cutter, which James does know about Cutter, but he hasn't played. I Wars. watched the
3: cutscenes like every other Halo fan that's not played that game. It's <laughs> <That's> fair. <laughs> we 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 I've watched s- the I've watched the commercials. <laughs> I know commercials. stuff, and this is how. Uh, <laughs>
1: Cutter is great. I, I really love Cutter as a character just because the guy is like he's he's the personification of confidence in a man. He's great. <laughs> um, But UNSC did eventually, of course, win the human coming at war by sheer luck. <laughs> They, if they had not found the Halo Ring, if they did not have Master Chief, if they did not win specific engagements that shouldn't have possibly been won. The Sangheili. Yeah, if the Sangheili, definitely if the Sangheili had not turned and helped the UNSC, probably they would have been wiped probably out.
0: Probably been done. Yeah, the probably would have screwed been them
1: over. Yeah, because that was the thing. Once the Covenant had found Earth, it, it was perfect timing for everything to go wrong in the Covenant because once the Covenant had found Earth, that should have been endgame. Oh yeah. But that's probably the best part about the climax of the original Halo trilogy is the fact that you're seeing that both the Covenant and humanity are on their dying legs and they they have to they have to basically play a game of chess to see who can knock over the king first, who can destroy Earth or who can kill the last prophet. Yeah. It's so cool, especially when you go into what what was going on on Earth while the the battle on the Ark was going on. Um, But, of course, things went pretty well, relatively speaking. The war was won. Many, 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 many human lives were lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it didn't get better because the, the UNSC kind of had this little in-between space of just kind of being on edge the whole time think of it like post World War II, where we were just trying to force things to feel normal again while also being incredibly wary of an upcoming conflict that may or may not happen uh, it was kind of like that because the, the humans were basically terrified that they were going to run into yet another alien race that was going to threaten their way of life which of course uh, only I want to say what was it it was four years later uh, yeah, the Forerunners came back. That was quirky. <laughs> Man, that was quirky. Poor Phoenix. Yeah. Poor Phoenix. Didact really looked at Arizona and said no. <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> but the UNSC had a pretty good track record of maintaining control, despite the fact that they were always against some form of odds that would put them at a form of disadvantage. It didn't really help that some other forces within the human race would kind of go out of their way to sometimes subvert them, such as, uh, I mean, the best example is Office of Neural Intelligence. They would constantly act in their own self-interest over the UNSC, and that was never helpful. Uh, Sometimes just individuals within the UNSC would act by their own volition, and the UNSC would have to deal with the repercussions of that people taking matters into their own hands sometimes they would learn their lessons sometimes they wouldn't um but generally speaking it wasn't great for the average civilian either cuz the average civilian kind of questioned the UNSC at all times so okay going into the civilian aspect of things
0: so as far as like recruitments was the were they like were people like drafted or were there people just that many people willing to just sign up?
1: No there there wasn't a there wasn't a draft that that was the most interesting thing was the UNSC was simply massive, and well, so... but it's every
0: it's it's humans from every country nationality combined into one, taking the world's armies and basically you know just throwing them all together. So I'd imagine there wasn't a shortage of soldiers until you know the Covenant started going planet to planet, turning it into glass.
1: Yeah, because there was two different sides of the coin. There was the one side that thought that the UNSC was utter garbage and should be stopped at all costs because it's oppressive and fascist and all of that totalitarian and such. And then there would be the side that would usually be acting in the interest of their colony and see the destruction of the insurrectionists and go, I'm going to join the UNSC to protect my colony. Right. Um, so that was typically the way that things would go. Otherwise, it was just. The average soldier would be fighting for the- the peace of the galaxy, and, you yeah.
0: Hey there, Halo fans. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with our friends right after these messages. So, kidnapping- kidna- kidnapping babies. All good. But drafting is where we draw the line. And
1: to be fair, <laughs> the UNSC had no idea about the origin no, I of the Spartans. Know. Was, that was all Oni. That's all, that's all Oni. The UNSC was just like, wow, it's wild that yeah. you just found like the perfect 25 year olds to to make these things happen. Halsey just like, yeah, qu- quick crazy. glance under, just her, a <laughs> lock, huh? under her breath like, 25 year olds? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, let me see, let me see, uh, take off their helmets. And Halsey's just like, no. <laughs> no, I it's think, better for the I, PR shots. I don't it,
0: think I will.
1: It, it actually there actually was uh I don't remember what book it was, I'm pretty sure it was Silent Storm, where we had a little bit of a confrontation between a ODST, I think it was I don't remember what rank, but he was a higher up, uh, who eventually came to appreciate Chief, but at first he didn't like Chief at all, uh, because of what happened between Chief and those uh three four ODSTs. Yeah. Um and oh, all ODSTs hated Spartans by this point. So uh th- th- this this higher up was <laughs> telling Chief to take off his helmet because it was irregular considering everyone else had his hel- had their helmets off. Chief polite-fully declined, polite-fully, politely declined politely <laughs> declined. Um and the the explanation, you were getting Chief's thoughts in that scene. And Chief was basically just like, I can't let him know I'm 14. I can't let him know that I'm 14. I can't let him know that I'm 14. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was wild. It's so interesting because that's kind of where we see a lot of the the repetition with UNSC is it's constantly people trying to subvert each other or trying to hide something from one another. But all for the greater good, because everyone wants the same thing. They all want to survive, but they all want to survive in different ways. <laughs> so it's uh, Or
2: they have different ideas on what it takes to survive. Yeah. Or what's acceptable to do
1: in order to survive. Yeah, and the insurrectionists, I don't think they ever hit it on the on the mark there. I think they were always in the wrong considering the horrible things they were doing just to try to make oh, yeah. the UNSC mad. Uh, there was a there was a part of one of the books I just
2: finished where they were talking about how the colonists were upset that the UNSC was being overbearing and whatnot, um, and uh, like they wanted to be free of the UNSC. But someone pointed out that the colonies asked for the UNSC to get involved in the first place because of piracy. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't ever just like the UNSC being like, okay, we're going to come in and take over because we want to. They asked them to come in and help, and you have to, like, there's a a price for help, and you have to be willing to pay it, so yeah, Insurrectionists kind of just sucked. They
1: really did, although it's not surprising that the Insurrectionists were, uh, like, a thing. Again, we're going to be talking about Insurrectionists sometime in the future, but this relates to the UNSC because of one major thing that they really sucked at which was management the UNSC were really good like very good at taking care of the inner colonies but when it came to the outer colonies <laughs> yeah. the UNSC was just garbage at it they were terrible at keeping tabs on care. what was going on in the outer colonies um, that's kind of where a lot of the plot elements of Hunt the Truth came from Just because there was so much that you could do in the Outer Colonies. It was just a lawless land most of the time, made out of hundreds of colonies. It was too many to keep track of all at once, even for Oni. So with UNSC having very little control in the Outer Colonies, and the Outer Colonies mostly having to deal with things like little to no food, little to no support, being left to die by the Covenant, they would see what was going on with the UNSC while they're fighting the covenant some of them had theories that the UNSC started the war some of them believed that the war was actually not even happening cuz there was no solid evidence because you know glass planets have bad records <laughs> <laughs> or no or or no records at all yeah. if you will and, and they would be constantly questioning the UNSC's legitimacy and whether or not they were just using this fake war to establish control of just humanity and so that would start that would start a lot of the insurrectionist activity but of course they were wrong and they would be taught that they were wrong the hard way by getting beamed uh by a spacecraft in this in <laughs> space <laughs> spacecraft in space yes Make um, no mistake it was in space that i never i don't want you guys to get this twisted they are in space
0: <laughs> wow you just know halo took place in outer space I mean, technically, no, some a little of bit on... Yes, yeah, some of it. Technically, some of it <laughs> didn't, but...
1: Yes, yeah, uh, some, some of it is space adjacent. <laughs> but UNSC, by this point, is... Well, I suppose... You could say that it's just gone. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they're, like... They're talking about what happened in Infinite, like, the entirety of the UNSC was wiped out, in a way, but... That's not true. It couldn't be true, just because there's too much you wanna see. Yeah, it was just the 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 Infinity, wasn't it? it just the Infinity. I mean, it wasn't just the Infinity. There were other supporting craft, but the Infinity was the capital ship of that fl- of that fleet. Um, the the Infinity itself holds a fleet of frigates inside of its belly, so it, it just at any point can deploy those frigates, and it has a whole fleet in its back pocket. So. There were more ships, and there were other ships that were guarding it on the sides, but we just didn't see the space battle because we don't we don't need to see it. I guess I mean, we do. Um, I want to. So the the UNSC at this point, what we know of what they're up to is mostly just trying to get their colonies back. Uh, Bro, give we my colonies back. I swear. <laughs> It was, it was not a good time. Right now, we're getting close to finally seeing what was going on with uh, Reach being recolonized. That was teased all the way back in Halo Reach at the end, where you see the, that little spacecraft in the background. Um, that that was actually a point of contention for a long time of like, is that the Forerunners? Is that just advanced humans? What's going to happen in the next few years? And it's like, well, I guess it was just an art style change because here's humans with fairly similar ships, and they're just going to be starting to recolonize Reach. Cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Yay. But Reach will take, I think, another 10 years before it's ready to fully populate again. But as far as I'm aware, they are, Bro, we are so to up. get the shipyards back. Yes? Yes? James, you had a question?
3: Uh, was I... We heard, I, we heard you go so. You heard you, uh, uh, yeah. I just was listening. I oh, I, maybe I didn't come through all the way. And no, you didn't. <laughs> you said you were talking about Halo. How f- Reach was would be ready in about ten years, and I said, "Bro, we're so up already." Yeah, all we heard was so uh, <laughs> we're so <laughs> up. And you know, yeah, the, and what, what, I was like, I'm I'm like, I'm so confused.
0: I'm like. I don't know. It sounds pretty straightforward. Uh... <laughs> so, love it. Let me. Let me I, I mean, I'm sure I've noticed this before. And if I paid attention to it when I was a kid, I mean, I definitely have. But it's like off the top of my head, I cannot think of it. Um, I know, like the ending cutscene for Reach when Halsey's giving the little speech, mm-hmm. um, like and it shows Reach starting to be re terraformed. How far is that into the future? Like, is that after or before Infinite, or is that like,
1: at, like right after like the events of Halo Three when the war ends? I'm fairly certain that that cutscene dates it as 2560.
0: Okay.
3: So around That's the time kind of the Infinite.
1: Yeah, I can actually I can actually look at that real quick just to make sure. See, that I'm, I'm right. curious because like I'm it was either 2560 or somewhere in 2570, but I'm gonna just check to make sure. 70. Oh gosh, Noble Six is dying. Okay. No. Uh, and while you no. look
2: that up, something that I thought of just now was that like it might be sort of self-explanatory but like what if it isn't if it hadn't been for the war with the insurrectionists it's possible the UNSC wouldn't really have been ready enough to hold off the covenant as long as they did
1: yeah they they would no, not have I, mean, to I mean no the military. they didn't
0: even like I mean they the original purpose for Spartans was to fight, you know, insurrectionists so it's right. ju- so it's just like if there's no insurrectionists there's no Spartans and let me tell you a human covenant war with no spartans it is
2: unholy what would happen but even beyond the spartans like if there had been some way for them to uh still fight the covenant Uh in some sort of way as effectively without the spartans um like just i mean the first thing i think of immediately after saying that is halo reach where there are spartans but like, let's say instead of noble team, it was a different group of the UNSC that are going to investigate the um, the reports of the insurrection on Reach, and then there's the there's the Covenant doing stuff on Reach. Like, they were in the perfect place to be able to hold the Covenant back enough for the Pillar of Autumn to get away and get uh, Chief and Cortana out of there. Um, and it's just it was just perfect timing for the location and just being in a state of readiness for war and then just being able to shift the focus of the enemy Mm -hmm. that's something I'm mad we haven't gotten
0: yet I'm sorry this is kind of not really off topic but I'm really upset we have not gotten like Chief was on reach correct
1: kind of
0: ish Explain, elaborate. He was above reach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was, was he fighting? In, was he fighting in space? He wasn't fighting. He was, he was fighting just fighting in outer space.
1: He was like, like half watching. He didn't get to participate for very long. The war was. The, the fight was mostly over by the time he showed up. Oh, what a shame! And he said, to <laughs> run, run, Chief, run, go, get to the first Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> <The> first Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved. Halo two, two Halos. <laughs> You
0: take one, double it. <laughs> double it it to the next person. Double it go to the next person.
3: I God. did look
1: at it by the way. I was actually <laughs> way off, kind of. Uh, so the twenty-five sixty number was uh, twenty-five fifty-nine was when there was uh, there were there were attempts that were being made that blue team saw for recolonization efforts. And it was being done with terraforming. It was being done with trying to get rid of the radiation in the atmosphere. Because, I mean, it's all still glass. So that's that's an important thing to deal with. Uh, however, I was off by when they actually got Reach habitable. 2589 is when Reach Oof. becomes habitable. And then in tw- 2610... Is when we actually have plant and like ha- have cities. We have two cities on Reach. One of them being New Alexandria, got rebuilt, and another one that I'm going to probably butcher that's called Estergum. So
2: new New Alexandria. Yeah. So
0: what? um? Like, it, like, so when we got that cutscene at the end of the re- end of Reach, when did that happen? Was that like in in, in like retrospective? Twenty five eighty nine. Okay, so that, that's like right after the end of the war.
1: New. No. Uh, 20, the, the Covenant War ended in twenty five fifty two, so it's oh okay. Yeah, that's it's a good thirty seven years after the the Human Covenant War ended, and so it's the UNSC had been focused on basically the same thing happened after the Human Covenant War as what happened when the humans were done fighting each other. The efforts were pushed towards hey let's rebuild our society before we do anything else. So that was mostly the focus. There were, there were some other things that they were interested in doing, like they were trying to expand their technology by researching Forerunner stuff, now that they had better understanding and such, which is how the Infinity was made. The Infinity was using, like, the, the engines were Forerunner tech. I'm pretty sure the gun was partially Forerunner tech, hence why you could fire so fast and reload so quickly. Because it's a, it's a Super Mac that's built into the ship. So, it's... And they
2: also got uh, the upgraded slip space technology at the very end of its construction.
1: Yep, and how much that was wasted—it's gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, they literally put every scrap of forerunner technology they had into the Infinity, and it just died instantly. It's so disappointing.
1: Yep, but that's kind of how it goes for the UNSC. The UNSC is like, this is so neat. I'm so happy. It's dead. <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, it, it, we're like, uh, I think. You could get a lot of context as to what the UNSC is all about by looking at their heroes. Because there's quite a few heroes of the Human Covenant War. One of my favorites, there's this guy that's just... It's not a Call of Duty reference, but his name is Ghost. At least he's called Ghost. I don't actually remember his real name if he even was given one. But he was a Marine who lost his entire squad... And he was the only survivor, and the last squad member died in his arms. telling basically trying to call him out for not having a reaction that all of his soldiers just died, <laughs> and being like, "Oh, yeah, keep... I remember talking about now. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about the package, not the package. That's not the, that's not the one. What am I talking about? Uh, what is that one called? Oh no, it's from Halo Legends. I should know this. Uh, I need to watch that again. Prototype. It's called Prototype. Huh. Uh, and basically, Ghost took a very early. I'm fairly certain it was a Mark II Spartan armor, but it wasn't like armor. It was a mech suit at that time. Yes, and he wipes the floor with an entire Covenant like battalion. <laughs> uh, it was like a
2: mantis, sort of, right?
1: In a way, yeah. With a with a mule near helmet. Oh right, yeah. So it was it was very much like a it, it was it was a mech suit and we can say confidently that's a mech suit just because we see them later in Halo Wars 2 but like a better version of it yeah so they play that again as well <laughs> it's it's pretty cool what the characters exist within the UNSC i think the characters are what make UNSC so cool and awe inspiring Especially when the Marines are always so confident all the time, they're making jokes all the time. They're so much different than most video game militaries, and that's really what makes them stand out. What makes them stand out the most, though, is when they confuse the news. The news. The news. (laughs) Have you got? You guys have not heard this story? (laughs) No, Uh. no. So here's the thing: the UNSC is real, kinda. Uh, The real name in our universe is. United Nations Security Council. Yeah, right. he knew that. So <laughs> here's the thing. The BBC at one point They were doing a story on the UNSC and accidentally they accidentally uh, on screen put the UNSC emblem from Halo <laughs> uh,
2: That's beautiful.
1: Which was probably the best advertising that Halo had had in a while. <laughs> so that was pretty great. Uh, the the video was pulled down though from the BBC website you can still find reuploads of it though because the internet does what it does good (laughs) that's really really good yeah I'm upset because when I decided to say United
3: Nations Space Security Council I didn't realize that I briefly muted my Yeti (laughs) oh no no (laughs) okay Cut character. United Nations Security Security Council. Council. Just cut that in. Yeah, I'll do that. that (laughs) I'll cut that in. No problem. I got you. I'm
1: not going to do it. Uh, I'm probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But the UNSC, their story kind of ends there for now with the recolonization efforts. There's really not much else that the UNSC has going on aside from, of course, their little pet projects that they do sometimes, occasionally, Um, and also watching out for other threats, which now is the endless, whatever that's supposed to to represent. But I'll, I can say, though, the UNSC is very, very far from where Ancient Humanity is, and I have no idea if at any point UNSC is ever going to reach the level that Ancient Humanity was at, because they were one-to-one with Forerunners, in a way. So if we ever reach that point, Halo will be in a very interesting state, but you know, that's just a theory, a game theory. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, There's some other smaller tidbits and little details here and there about, uh, like, what multiplayer maps are set where, that sort of vibe. But, yeah. Do you guys have anything in particular you want to know about the UNSC? Maybe some of the some of the things that like they did wrong. We know a lot of the
2: stuff they did wrong.
1: <laughs> like almost lose the war numerous times. I don't yeah, think that's necessarily they. doing them. That's
0: them doing it wrong. <laughs> I think that's just them being outmatched.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cole Protocol really saved their whole operation multiple times. They
0: sure did, buddy.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, uh, if there's nothing else that anyone feels like they could add, I think that's it. Okay, that's think that's, the think that's it. Uh, that's that's the UNSE. That's that's them. That's those are the guys. There is indeed them. And th- those are the men and women of earth, technically everyone is identified as earthborn, so yeah, that, that's kind of where we're at with that one. ustro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I, I will say, uh, I don't think I have a single episode that's lined up to talk about human colonies in general. Uh, actually, no, I do! Okay, well I, I didn't know that. Uh, I guess I'll just... <laughs> I didn't know I did that. I guess I'll just briefly be like, I, the UNSC does display a little bit of a problem with some form of elitism just because UNSC is sourced from Reach and Earth. And Earth... I mean Earthlings are known for being um high society and bratty.
2: <laughs> so No.
1: So yeah, they never that. Uh, UNSC kind of has that vibe going on sometimes where they can pull rank to make something happen like what happened in Forward Unto Dawn where well, I don't even remember her name, she died, but she was like, you know, I'm getting on this flight. My my mother isn't fleetcom, your choice marine. Oh, yeah. And the marines like, yeah. I'll sacrifice myself for this one. (laughs) 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 Uh, And then she dies, which is very cool. Um... (coughs) But the but the UNSC always has that going on. They always have some form of infighting happening somewhere. Someone has a problem with another guy from another division from another uh, squad. They always got something that's wrong, which checks out. the The old saying "I'm only human" really applies. Although I will say, there's another thing that's kind of funny. Just a fun little tidbit before I end. Um, I'm I'm finishing up the Forerunner trilogy soon. And as I'm reading through it, there was a quote where the the didact is talking, and he said the quote, "I'm only forerunner," and I'm like, "Oh, that's funny. Oh, wow. That's funny. That's that's a good
0: one." <laughs> I only, only have human abilities far bro. beyond
1: what you can even imagine. I'm
0: only forerunner and after <laughs> uh,
1: Okay. Well, uh, we thank you guys so much, uh, guys and gals, so much for listening. Um, yeah, we hope that you join in next week what because next that? week we're going to be talking about please <laughs> We're going to be talking about the human covenant war specifically uh, oh. so We kind of got yeah. into that today. Yeah now that we've Just a little bit. We've talked it's about a the covenant segue. we've talked about the UNSC now. We're gonna make them fight
3: <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna take our action <laughs>
1: figures and smack them together <laughs> So every child's dream that'll be something for us to really look forward to next time i'm going to gather up so many of the individual events that happen because this is going to be covering a lot of different layers so expect a a very fun and detailed episode but for now we're going to be moving on to our after show block we hope to see you guys there if we don't that's fine but if you wish to join us in the after show please consider supporting our patreon it's really helpful helps us support the show helps us support future shows And overall, it gets you some pretty sweet stuff. So feel free to hop over there. Otherwise, if you're already subscribed, then we will be seeing you over there in just a little bit. So thank you very much for listening. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: library was produced and published by jumperscape audio funding was provided by our fantastic patrons on patreon big thanks to dark salad 42 and connor clark if you enjoy the show and wish to support jumperscape's future projects or get some sweet benefits join our patreon at patreon.com jumperscape or become part of this truly special community at discord.gg jumperscape Thank you for your listenership, and we hope you enjoyed.